Welcome. 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 Welcome to the Footy in Paradise podcast. Mmm. Food for Thought here on the Footy in Paradise podcast today, joined by Benny Carbus, co-host again. Benny, how are we going? Pretty well, mate. Excited for this one. It's always good to get a special guest on, hear someone else's voice rather than just you and me. Uh, you and myself have been speaking quite a bit this year around, I guess, development and the pathways and, and how clubs and not only clubs, but schools and, and those in the region do it well of Firstly, getting people involved in the game, but then helping to grow talent, nurture talent, and then hopefully see some of these players get up into the senior grades. So we wanted to have a discussion about it, and there's probably no one better in the region to talk with than our development lead from AFL Queensland, Marcus McDonald Camden. Because how are we going? Yeah, good boys. You've pumped me up heaps here. <laughs> Real big expectations. <laughs> oh, we shot you down for that in the Saints review, mate. So uh, uh, the, the pump up is definitely worth it and can you get your insights mate maybe we kick start with just talking a bit, a bit about your role what you do and and that uh transition piece from sort of junior into senior footy uh so my role majorly focuses around just getting people playing the game so through auskick junior footy school footy trying to get as many people playing um, q skills cut for the schools who don't really have that weekly um chance to play um that's probably our biggest role and then from there trying to transition from our programs into club football so through superstars junior footy you know all that kind of scenario you've got involvement with the gold coast suns as well so what we're going to do and in a couple of weeks we've got um the suns academy training kicking off so we're going to have a conversation around i guess the talent pathways then but in today's food for thought i wanted to really kind of focus on firstly how clubs focus on getting kids involved in the game and then those that we see that do it well around kind of having them involved from junior grades into the senior pathways and programs. So starting off from, I guess, uh, getting them involved in the game, what are some ways that you've seen clubs do it well or what are some ways that you think clubs could kind of really focus on getting kids involved in footy and in their clubs in the first way? Um, probably the big, biggest one is getting the kids into the game. So if we look at the like the bottom of the pyramid so your kids who are in primary school prep grade one grade two just that first interaction it would be that club oz kick and just buying into that first experience just making it super fun super engaging especially for the parents getting them involved getting them down having a kick and then from there really pushing hard to get them across to your superstars your under eights and try and building in your under eights coach your under nines coaches into those development programs at the start of the year through your club oz kicks and superstars and just try and show the kids how much fun footy is and through that engagement as well. So what are the major sticking points at the moment? Uh, you know, obviously we're pretty lucky up here in Cairns, a lot of money, we run a lot of programs, we've got some rep stuff coming in in 2024, which is really exciting in the junior grades, but where are we soaring, Where are we seeing the dip in participation or, or where are you finding that transition is most tricky? Once we follow it, we found that once we get the kids in the game, especially from that Oz kick to superstars or superstars into under eights, though you hold on to them really well. Like our transition piece from eights into under like all the way up to under elevens is really good. Our biggest dip is around that thirteen to fifteens age group, where kids are starting to you know go try other sports or they're just not enjoying it as much, and then that has like a really big effect on our under seventeens grade, both male and female dropping away in those spaces. And it pretty much just comes down to, one, the kids probably want to try other sports, or two, they don't feel like they're enjoying it as much as what they did back in the day. And sometimes it's just kids just burnt out, they're just not too keen on footy anymore as a whole. 
from if you're putting a club hat on, what, what do you reckon, so taking that into account, obviously, what are some ways that you think clubs, obviously with support of, of people like yourself and AFL Cairns, what are, what are some things that clubs could potentially do to, to try and address that retention issue? Uh, probably more look, you probably want to try and like look at the way that they're training. Are they training to stop start? Are they just purely looking at, you know, when they rock up to train, it's just purely looking for the enjoyment while they're trying to work away with something that they've learned through the sessions, like game-based learning? Or are they purely there just line-to-line, kick-to-kick, one-person-to-one-person kind of scenario? And in this day and age, it's more, kids are more looking for that constantly moving, constantly going, like looking for those small-sided games, plenty of touch, plenty of voice and just trying to work back to have that relation to a smaller side of game into a larger style of game footy, especially in those older ages. So let's fast track a a few age groups now. We're getting to the the, uh, upper tier of the junior competition, your 15s and 17s. They're starting to look at senior footy and, and we've you know, rebranded the, the reserves grade to now be development. So it's uh, a more uh, inclusive pathway for the, the younger players to have a kick and introduce a few rules. So for example, the uh, player points, if you've got a player that's been at the club for five years, uh, then they're a zero point player. So that obviously benefits uh, the senior team. And if they've been in the club eight years and they are exempt from the salary cap. So again, some pretty big benefits there. How do you think clubs can go about retaining those quality juniors from that 15, 17s age group and getting them involved in senior footy? I think it just comes down to just getting that senior group involved in the lower age groups and not so much, you know, taking them through a senior session, but just having those older senior blokes around training, just getting to know their name, getting to know how they play, even every now and then just having a couple of people go down and watching their game. Even just, we've seen it this year, like there's plenty of names like we got. Patricia Hart, Alyssa Gore, Lockie Lovell, Tommy Bolton, like those kids have been at the club for a while and they've transitioned up into the top age and played some pretty good footy and that's purely because of the interaction with the senior club. Like we've also seen like even better success stories like Alex Davies, you know, Jack Bowes, Will Darrington, those guys going on to play AFL, VFL footy and that's because they've just engaged with, you know, higher level footy and they're so much playing it but just getting around training, enjoying their time around the older group. So you've obviously got the the benefit and, and, and you've coached quite a few of these, and especially in the girls' space and, and obviously with the sons with the boys as well, uh, some of these juniors that have come through. Putting, the, again, looking at it from a club perspective, what do you think, and, and we give some credit to some of these clubs here, what clubs do you think do it really well and, and why, looking at some of these individuals like Alyssa Gall, who's, who's played obviously Saints Senior Footy, Saints Juniors, a fair bit of rep footy as well, what has helped their development in some ways from a club side of things, do you think? To be like across the board, I think like the integration, especially in those old age groups, have been really good across the board. Like you've got, you know, your Harry Cooks, your Josh McCoys at Centrals, you've got your Braves and your Zane Moores that are constantly around the senior group up in Port Douglas. And then you've got your Deacon Lawsons and then even your like your English boys that are constantly around that older group down south. So I think it's just more that, like I said, that interaction, not so much actually, you know, taken through a senior session, but actually there before training in those early parts during the warm-up, just getting to know everyone. Even through a kick to kick, like their skills get so much better purely because they're having to step up a little bit to hit every target. Like they're trying to keep to that standard. I think the uh, introduction of the twenty third man in the senior comp in twenty twenty four is going to assist that even further. Um, so there's a, a few eligibility criteria, but essentially the idea is to promote one of these uh, younger kids, one of the juniors, to um, or you know development player to get some senior time. 
um, without a huge consequence in your salary cap on player points. So uh, exciting to see how that one plays out. Just finally from me, Kuss, how do you think our clubs can do this better? So obviously there's, you've talked about some of the clubs that are doing it well and, and that integration with the, the seniors and juniors. And uh, again, you know, we've got rep programs, we're pushing all this stuff, we're amending the rules, we're trying to uh, promote that transition, but there's always room for improvement. How do you think we can go about it, not just uh, individual clubs, but the league as well? I think holistically, I think we need to start looking at when we're at training, it doesn't always have to be, you know, we're here to like we're here for a purpose like we are here for a purpose but we're all the kids are also here to have fun with their mates and have a kick and a laugh like maybe every now and then just work into like hey boys we're just going to play soccer or hey girls we're going to play a bit of touch footy at the start and then we're going to get into 5v5 into 4v4 and just breaking up the training sessions like that so it's a bit more fun holistic just the reason why we started playing footy was just getting our hands on it having a kick having a laugh with our friends so i think going back to that and that'll just build that enjoyment and bring it back up. But we're also, the kids are also walking away with some of this. We relate the session back to what we're trying to do on game day. It's just in a smaller area. The kids are getting more touch with the footy. They're having more of a laugh. They actually want to be there and they want to keep going to the next year and so on. I think that's a, it's such an awesome message and it's something that we see in footy, not only obviously in this region, but across the country is that that debate or the battle between winning versus that long-term prosperity and growth of the club. And um, there's been plenty of examples of clubs over the years across many different regions that, that focus on winning a flag in a certain year to the detriment of their future growth of a club going forward. And um, yeah, I think it's a great point around bringing it back to why do people play footy in the first place and use that fun and enjoyment. And that's gonna help the juniors, it's gonna help the seniors, it's gonna help the growth of the club. Um, a quick one from me, I think, it's, we've heard it Tom, Tom, that you're now starting to play at times or have a fair bit to do with some of these kids that you've had a fair bit of to do within their journey. You, you cop a bit of lip on the field and, and around the traps, I guess, from some of these kids. Yeah, cop a bit, but they know they're pretty quicker than me, so I'm not going to be able to tackle them that hard, so they're smart about it, that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, good stuff, mate. Uh, thanks for jumping in. That's some valuable insights for coaches, club officials out there. Then I'm um, sure they'll take that on board and looking forward to see you going around in 2024, mate. Um, good luck with that and the rest of the year. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us, boys. Keep an eye on me in the Cassowaries 2024. <laughs> this podcast series will take our listeners through the latest news, results, stats, and exciting matchups across our AFL Cairns competitions. This podcast contains the thoughts and opinions of our presenters and isn't necessarily represented across the organisation.